Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. And today we get to the heart of the Friday the 13th. That uh, delicious, franchise. gooey, black, viscous, Eating fluid heart. filled heart. Mm, just just pump it away. <laughs> and, and you just, just, just take a big old oh, bite out of it. You just see it. It's like the telltale heart. It pumps away. And you just look at yeah. the thing like it's a Big Mac. And you're just like, I just got to dive right in. Just, just. Mm, freshly exploded heart. Only in America. Only in America. I fucking said that. I saw it was Richard Gant. And I, like, I popped. I did. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Duke. We have two Dukes. Yep. We have, we have two competing crate we have two competing dukes uh yeah it's uh well it's friday the 13th part nine but that's not the title Mm -mm. it is jason nine jason (laughs) goes to hell the final friday Mm -hmm. i believe it's a clunky it's a a big lie it's like yeah it's like the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford it's a big old title (laughs) the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn it's Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the reason being is the whole big legal dispute between the writer of Friday the 13th and the director of the original mm-hmm. Friday the 13th about who owns the character Jason Voorhees and if he derives from that. And uh, the title, the name did not go along with New Line Cinema. No. But considering most people just recognize Jason Voorhees anyway, they were just like, fuck it. We'll mm-hmm. just do it that way. Yeah, you can pretty much... Fuck, you could probably just, like, just have, like, the mask be the title and people would get it, you know? Just Like, like a show. prince? Yeah, just, like, do, like, a visual of, like, that hockey mask and people would be like, oh, okay, it's a Friday the Oh, yeah, movie. okay, yeah. Yeah, All I right, like it. I'm down. Yeah, it's uh, directed by one Adam Marcus. Mm-hmm. He's the director of, uh, of this. He's actually, uh, you can see him. He briefly cameos. He's one of the deputies in, oh, the, in okay. the. He gets thrown. He's the one that uh, Creighton Duke clotheslines to get the. Oh, is the, that him? Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is our director. Um, he is a massive horror nerd. You can tell uh, in in it. There's a lot of little references and things in there. And uh, yeah, they tried to go with something completely different, and. Mm. It, horribly failed yeah it did it tanked the whole motherfucker Um, for a long time (laughs) like these these movies require a very simple formula and when you uh deviate from that very simple formula things just go off the rails yeah well it had been five years since the the manhattan excursion Mm -hmm. the manhattan project i don't know (laughs) and uh yeah, well, a lot of a lot of things didn't go uh, quite according to plan, I suppose. Um, yeah, do you want to just just hop right in? We yeah, can, let's just dive in. I mean, we we start just driving out our happy asses out to Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. We're back. We we said fuck Manhattan, going back to Jersey, going back yeah. to familiar stomping grounds. And if you're wondering, like, well, what happened to Jason? How did he become? Shh, uh don't worry about it just it's it's fine don't bring just, it up it never happened just, it it didn't occur that's it that's the um all all copies of the previous film were destroyed at the midnight toxic waste dumping of <laughs> yeah, new york they, city 
they flooded it with toxic waste. Yeah, bring uh, it back to its original real form. Yeah, so we're uh, going and and really establishing the drive to Crystal Lake mm. real slow. Yep, reminds me of uh, when I had um, like classes in broadcasting, and they like taught me about basic shot composition and like editing. It's like you gotta edit it in such a way like people will be confused. If you don't show, like, you know, my professor is like, if you don't show them walking to the door and walking to the car, people will be confused if they just go to the car. And I'm like, who are these 1880s motherfuckers <laughs> that I'm editing for? Well, you know, the GP, the general population. Like, you know, I think if you show a character walking to the door, and then they just are in know. a There's car. There's a lot of amb- ambiguity there, man. There's a lot, yeah, a, lot, got... a lot of steps get lost in between. Yeah, you really, you know, have a character say, ah, I want to go get ice cream. And then you got to show up, get in their car, yeah, and drive, drive like, to the ice the tea, cream. And then, like, order at the fucking thing. And... Well, get out of the, we can't do that. We got to show them, how do we get, how are they going to get out of the store? So they got to get it, you know. Fair, fair. Uh, how, do, how, do, uh, how do these businesses and operations work in these films? Yeah, our, oh, man, but they were just in a car. How, now they're going to have to be, expect that they just teleported into an ice cream parlor? Yeah, so teleportation's a thing in this universe now? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah, this <laughs> is silly. Yeah, it's just like, okay, whatever. Um, so she gets in uh, to the cabin, and the light's immediately, like, turns on the light, and one of them burns out. So we walk and establish that she goes to the shed. Grabs a ladder. She, <laughs> yeah, like a, grabs uh, another thing, like turns that on, the door slams and the light goes out, and she's like, Oh, that's kind of spooky. And then and then we've watched we establish her walking and putting the light back in. Mm-hmm. Like It's all very I guess it's supposed to build like tension because we're back in Crystal Lake, we get a spec something's gonna happen, you know. Well, I don't know. Jason's a, a little boy in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as previously established in the, in the last one, toxic yeah. waste will revert him back to his uh, his childy form. It turned him into a ninja turtle. Yeah, <laughs> the super Jason. Um, and so then she, uh, like, okay, time to go camping or whatever. And then, like, first order of business, shower. So she strips down naked. And I'm like, yep, okay, we're still, we're in this movie now. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually missed that. Because I was, like, I was writing a note down, and then I looked up, and then she was just in a towel. So, oh, like... she's in the super secure towel, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, dude, she fucking does, like, jumps and flips and pole vaults and shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that towel. <laughs> like, that thing will you not go. up. You should have towed her car with that thing. No shit, right? Uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, uh, then Jason Voorhees appears, and uh, we have a chase mm-hmm. through the woods. So she's running barefoot in the world's most secure towel. As we mentioned, yeah. She's running, it she's is... jumping, she's pole vaulting. She uh, throws a discus as well. She does everything in that towel. She did all hold a cathlon in a towel. Mm-hmm. A towel cathlon. And, uh, yeah, then she reaches a clearing. They're like, okay, 
and then she jumps behind cover and a whole bunch of commando dudes just yeah lights fucking turn land. on and then like dudes just like they just like descend from the trees guys are jumping out of the it's like it's like I, the invasion of normandy guys are jumping I fucking out of planes love, and fucking... there are dudes like rappelling out of a tree and firing <laughs> their gun into jason it was amazing. That might be one of my favorite things I've ever seen in any of these movies. It's just like, fucking get him! Get him! <laughs> it's like they got like John Rambo with a machine gun just screaming while he's shooting. And they just fucking light into it. Mm. And then someone yells into camera, get a grenade! I don't and think he... it was get a grenade. Wasn't it like for a fucking airstrike or something? Like, yeah, get the cover! Something. Yeah, because yeah. they have they obviously have artillery a few yards back, you know. Yeah, and <laughs> they blow him up. Mm-hmm. He's exploded. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's into a bunch of fucking pieces. And then this is when another guy talks into camera, like, "Yeah, Ramirez, good shooting out there. Go clean this up." And he's like looking like at camera and i'm like am i ramirez now mm-hmm. yeah reminded... well, clean him up Devin. <laughs> like pick up the pieces the, the way that it uh the way that it was shot and the way that the guy dressed reminded me of like every sega cd right i thought that same thing what's the oh god like night trap yeah. like he was gonna pull the fucking plug <laughs> out of my genesis controller yeah like because like just that vague Full like all video, black guys yeah yeah, all black, shitty tactical gear, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, it's like it's like we're starting a fucking movie. So yeah, that's that's it. That's the final Friday, yep. and uh, uh, he's been beaten. All it took was fucking uh, I don't know what organization they're affiliated with, but those guys to kill Jason. Finally, they took notice they said, of all these murders. I think they said the FBI. Okay, whatever. Yeah, so the FBI finally took notice of these 83 fucking confirmed murders and decided to do yeah. something about it, I guess. Yeah, they, they didn't want all Ruby Ridge on it. <laughs> like ATF and, and everybody. Mm-hmm. They, yeah, this is the 90s FBI. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now we're in Ohio. Yeah, that didn't That's make all. any sense to me. Well, the only reason that didn't make any sense is because, so, they got Jason in these fucking, and they got his pieces in a bunch of body bags, right? And they take the, like, uh, main coroner guy, Richard Gant, as we mentioned, Duke, only in America, from Rocky V, comes on in, and he, you know, gets patted down, and he takes Jason, and then he, like, he opens up the bag, and the dude's still smoldering. Yeah, it's like smoke comes out of the bag. <laughs> like you went from New Jersey to Ohio. Like that dude should like, have cooled off by then. And yeah, no, it, they they airlifted him. They're like, get him in a bag. Put yeah. it, lock in the lock in the juices. Seal, you have to put in the seal smoke. in the flavor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how you do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got It's a presentation. Well, that's that's thing. why that heart looks so delicious for later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, oh, by the way, the guy that's patting down people in the Kane hallway, Hodder, yeah. it's Kane Hodder, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so, uh, just so you know, yep, so he starts doing the, the autopsy, and he's like, yep, he's in a whole bunch of pieces, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of bullet holes. I think it was the explosion that got him, though, still got to mm-hmm. count all the bullets. And he's doing his work and, and everything, and then... The, he sees the hearts beating yeah. still. And I want to say 
that there's something mystical. I, I want to give the movie the benefit of the doubt. And I want to say that there's something mystical here that's happening. Right? I, I would I would have to imagine something supernatural has occurred because uh, Jason should be, by all accounts, dead after the second movie, and he just keeps coming back. So, well, he's resurrected by the by yeah, the light. So he's already a supernatural entity. Yeah, he's uh, right? since part six. He he became a revenant. Yeah. Yeah. A leech. Nah, he's not a lich. Eh, it doesn't matter. He's fucking dead. So he yeah. fucking his fucking uh, yeah. So the heart starts beating, and fucking Richard Gant gets entranced by the heartbeat, and he's yep. like, "That looks delicious." So he takes just a big old bite out of crime. Just, just <laughs> yeah, like, just he dives right in, and uh, then visual effects come at him. Mm-hmm. That's also like, weird. I don't understand the little like the Roman candle effect that <laughs> Jason's the, the powers little, have. The the little spectral things coming in yeah. and possessing him, and uh, yes, now he is he is possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's our Jason. Yes, uh, Jason yeah. is uh, body hopping through this through this picture. Yeah. Oh, can we talk about the look of this, the part nine Jason? Because I hate it. Yeah, I he really... looks fucking stupid. Like, not, I don't he... know. He just looks like bubbly headed and the mask is sunken into his face. It looked kind of like the elephant man. A little bit, yeah. Oh, and he has longer, like, he has long wisps of hair, too. Yeah, little spitly yeah. wisps of hair. And, uh, yeah, the part nine looks probably my least favorite Jason look. Mm-hmm. Just. Well, Throwing just, that out there, and we—it's good that we don't see a lot of him because it isn't the best one in terms of his, you know, visit. No. I suppose. No, I think mine's more of like a part eight. It's like to me, like the peak mm. look. Anywho, so an assistant comes in. Uh, he's carrying pizza because morgue people are fucking weird, and they eat in the morgue. Well, you know, happens. it's just, yeah. Well, at least they're not watching fucking weird ass. Well, aerobics. yeah, at least Axel isn't here, or else he tried to have sex with the heart before fucking eating it. <laughs> uh, and uh, the guy's like, "Yeah, we can say whatever we want to Jason. Why don't go fuck yourself, Jason? I want to take a crap on your mask." Mm-hmm. And Richard Gant's like, "Crap on whose mask, fool?" And then he takes that guy and smashes his head against the table and stabs him with something i didn't know what it was a probe ah. is what the guy said because he's like yep that's a probe hmm. and yeah he's stabbed and then uh he is jason uh leaves before the killing both of the um the guards out front and then we get this weird 90s ass america's most wanted show or mm-hmm. like that has steven crimes is... what well, crime scene footage, too. It's like, dead. These two guards, dead. And it's like, boom, look at this stamp. Mm-hmm. And like, this morgue assistant, dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was 1993. That's TV for you. Uh, but I did notice the host is played by uh, Stephen Culp, who I also recognize because I'm a big fan of the West Wing. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the speaker of the house. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, he's, he's come along. Uh, yeah, he has. He's gone from, like, <laughs> like uh, 
reporting on dead people to fucking giving Jed Bartlett a hard time about the budget. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it's the, the this TV show, uh, American Case Files, is a real send up of like American Most Wanted, mm. and they're like, yeah, we're doing a whole thing on Jason Voorhees and his 83 confirmed kills. And I was like, really? 83? Huh. Yeah, I wonder if that's accurate. Um, I'm not sure. But that that's just the confirmed ones and dozens mm-hmm. that we don't know about. Yeah. And, uh, and they're like, we'll bring in Creighton Duke, notorious bounty hunter. Uh, Creighton Duke is a fucking weirdo. He is a weird character. He's a very strange, strange man. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> the things he does are just very strange. Like, I don't understand anything. He's like, yeah, Jason's still... Creighton Duke is a is a black cowboy, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes on this interview show, and they're like, we're going to do some word association. Tell me the first thing that you think of when you think of Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He's like and he's, a girl in a little pink dress. Was it eating a hot dog through a donut or something? Putting a hot dog through a donut. <laughs> and and the host of the American Case Files Most Wanted is noticeably confused, as we all are. And and then just <laughs> drops the word association bit altogether and like doesn't want him to expound or anything on that mm. non sequitur. <laughs> it's completely fucking strange. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like and then he goes off on a whole thing Creighton Duke does about how Jason Voorhees is still alive. Mm-hmm. And it's evil like that. Only a Voorhees can kill the Voorhees. He's well, still he out there. He doesn't say that yet, but basically he's like, yeah, Jason's still, you think Jason's dead? Paha! He's still out there. And uh, you pay me $500,000 and I'll bring him in dead. And I... Um... Well, he also just has like he just has this, I don't know, I'll, I'll call it occult knowledge, because he knows that, as Devin mentioned, fucking only a Voorhees apparently can kill a Voorhees. Except for Pamela. Yeah. She was uh, the except. Well, I mean, she married into the family, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, he, he, Elias, though, mm-hmm. had heart disease, which was by his own hand. Only a Voorhees could kill a Voorhees. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> they're, they're all immortal unless they do something on their own. Natural causes? Only a Voorhees could <laughs> kill a Voorhees. <laughs> so stupid. Because <laughs> we've never had anything like that ever throughout these movies. You know? Let alone, like, this notion that Jason has, like, half-siblings or whatever. Extended family, mm-hmm. yeah, didn't really need to happen. <laughs> was but... it necessary? But sure, whatever. So, after that weird ass interview, the person watching TV in a diner in Crystal Lake turns it off and uh, goes back to her their diner shift. Mm-hmm. Uh, the diner's selling two for one hamburgers because mm-hmm. Jason's dead. And they're making the hamburger patties look like hockey masks. They're which little was, hockey masks. Which I thought was a pretty... That's a novel idea. Yeah. They're like, yeah, people are going to come to this town because, uh, you know, 
People are Jason's fucking, dead. People are fucking Look weirdos. The <laughs> They're just going to keep showing. I mean, they haven't stopped showing up for fucking eight movies, so. You know, yeah, and they, for some reason, keep coming to this cursed lake. Yeah. And, like, of all of the places to fucking drink. Right, of all of the places. I guess that, I guess if you want to get really wasted, just go to rural New Jersey. A couple miles but, uh, outside of the Moldovian Cemetery. But yeah, our cast of uh, our weird diner family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, so Creighton Duke's just at the diner now. Yep. And he's just a real asshole to everybody. <laughs> he's just a major dick, yeah. He's talking to this one waitress lady and he's like, I can't even remember what the fuck he says. But he's just like, he said, you, gotta, you gotta kill him, fucking what, what waitress lady. Gotta, yeah, I know. I know down. your. I know your secret. What's your price? Everybody's got a price because Creighton Duke is a big fan of Ted DiBiase. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's got a million uh, dollar belt like, under his jacket. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll name your price as long as it's not five hundred thousand dollars because yeah. that's mine. That's all mine. But any other price that can that can be yours, because uh, yeah, he knows the secret, and uh, all we need you to do is take this mystical knife that I have and stab this heart. Mm-hmm. And then we'll all be this is we just finish this off. It'll all be over. And she's like, "Why don't you get the fuck out of here?" And he's like, and, "But you gotta stab the heart." And then I guess the lady's uh, officer sheriff boyfriend guy i guess it's like hey yeah leave the lady alone and he's like why sheriff... don't you blow me <laughs> that's yeah. when he gets taken in <laughs> yeah it's just something to blow him <laughs> and i was just like it's like that escalated quickly <laughs> just why are play. you so abrasive creighton duke <laughs> out of nowhere yeah. and then like he, the cop tries taking a swing out of it out of and then he just like handily defeats the guy before mm. like allowing himself to be taken in uh did you catch that the sheriff's last name was landis yes i did yeah there's uh more nods also they're in cunningham county which is Sean uh, ref- cunningham the guy who mm-hmm. i guess he like did he's the producer right i don't know if he's the, the director creator. yeah that's the dispute right that was yeah. the dispute between the two yeah it's like he's uh, one of the guys on one end and then whoever wrote the thing yeah mm-hmm. so yeah easy you have to blame uh so he fights the the cop and and then gets taken in and then our other main character man is sitting there just eating a burger mm-hmm. and uh she comes up to him and like i i know the secret i'll tell you everything i know but you gotta come in 11 sharp and like why <laughs> you can't just tell him now yeah what uh, did you pick up the name of Dweeby Man, Dweeb Hero? Oh, I just kept like calling main, him the Dweeb. main guy? The guy who looks like Tom Kinney? I think his name's Steven. Okay. I, I just kept calling him the Dweeb. I, I actually think he's, his name is Steve Williams, so he's Dr. Death Steve Williams. Oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just, this guy is like... I don't know. Maybe because he's in like early '90s clothes, which makes you look a little bit older. Because well, he's also just wearing does. like a letter jacket. Yeah, yeah but like, like wearing, yeah, he's wearing a varsity letter jacket, which just 
he does not pull off. I mean, he looks like he's like 35. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> like, you should be doing someone's taxes in these ga- in these glasses. <laughs> really oh man, yeah. Like, I I cannot take you seriously as our as our hero man. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's like, okay, I'll do that, and he's driving. It's later at night, and he runs across some hitchhikers, um, who I presume are only in this movie to pad out the kill count because they're. I would imagine so. They have no they're other... a narrative dead end. <laughs> they have not. They're dead fucks. They have no th- nothing to uh, advance onto the plot. They are. Yeah. This. He picks him up and like. So where are you guys going? Like, oh, we're going to Crystal Lake. And he's like, Oh, you want to do some drugs, have some premarital sex, and get slaughtered? Like, yeah. And then, there's <laughs> an, then there's an awkward pause, and he's like, That's just what we call local New Jersey Crystal Lake humor. Oh. <laughs> And uh, they're like, yeah, no, we're just going to do all that and not get slaughtered because Jason's not around. Like, okay, well, have fun, you kids. Yeah. And there's like two girls and a guy. And the one girl's like, why don't you come with us? We're going skinny dipping later. And I'm like, that's real forward. Yeah, I know. Like, this, <laughs> this dweeby guy keeps getting all these women. <laughs> well, Dr. Death, Steve Williams, you know, he rolls into town and people, you know, take notice. They see the letter jacket. And they're like, <laughs> they're that's like, a this strong is... father. <laughs> this is a fucking this man. Uh, yeah. This a uh, oh yeah. This is genes that must be uh, passed on. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, look at his Pillsbury Doughboy physique and his. I mean, I think you get a blow hard. He doesn't. He looks. He's just like an average-looking guy. <laughs> he's a schlubby like, dude. I know. Not even that being really mean. Uh, yeah. Like, he just looks like an average fucking dude with glasses. And, I know. Uh, I'm just being really mean. Um, he he doesn't look like the uh, other. He's no Dutch Sean. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not the captain of a boat and leading it poorly. And he's not even like I, what, what's his name, Rob Deer. Now Rob yeah. Deer were here. Rob Deer could have settled this all, you know, one way or another. Rob, yeah, unfortunately, Rob Deer is still dead in the Rob, Tommy Rob Jarvis basement. Yeah, Rob, Rob Deer is still, uh, he's killing me! Like, yeah. killing me! He's <laughs> killing me! Oh, Rob Deer. Uh, Rob Deer's not here. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the uh, hitchhikers, sure enough, sure to their word, went skinny dipping and they're back and like, oh man, it's really cold in October. Mm. And like, uh. <laughs> yeah. And like, well, we just have the one tent. Can we use this to fuck? And like, yeah, sure, go ahead. <laughs> sure, go ahead. Actually, I'm gonna sleep out here while you guys use that all night. It's a beautiful night. I'm, it's a beautiful night. I'm just gonna Freeze sit here to and death out on the ground, <laughs> <laughs> awkwardly look at the stars and pretend nothing's happening. <laughs> Oh God! Why does everybody treat Crystal Lake like it's a nudist colony? That's another thing I want to uh, know. Is, yeah. So she just gets got because she has to get up to do something. Something then... I presume, and then the the other two they're going at it in their tent, and then Richard Gant's like, "Enough of this!" and he kills them. Yeah, he, she uh, the girl gets stabbed with a pole. That's just around there's Mm -hmm. just tons of them oh yeah Yeah. it's one of those crystal lake land poles they got and i can tell that the kill was supposed to be a bit more brutal because like you can see here like they cut away a lot like um 
it seems like they might have wanted to make things a little bit more like uh but like they had to tone it down mm-hmm. and then the guy gets although killed. i do this one is a really graphic one though there is some really there's some really graphic shit in this one there is so yeah. i wonder if they just had like they had to cut out some for the sake of others yeah um and then the the one dude gets killed somehow mm-hmm. i don't know and Richard, yeah, we see Richard Gantz like only in America. Checks a sleeping bag. <laughs> oh God, uh, love that guy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> continuing on. Uh, so yeah, then the diner lady, she gets done with her shift. Uh, I don't remember her name, but Diana. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that sounds like a name. We'll go with that. Uh, and. Uh, it's like all dark and spooky, and she has a big like tray, mm-hmm. and then feeds a feeds a dog, and uh, it's like a whole bunch of jump scares, and then Mustache Cop comes out, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's really scary out here. You get jump scared by anybody. <laughs> yeah, even me, Mustache Cop. Better watch <laughs> mustache out for cop. <laughs> Mustache Cops on the scene, preventing <laughs> <What>? the spooks. <laughs> Yeah, I hope nothing happens to me in the mustache. <laughs> I hope nobody shaves me down. <laughs> if I lose this mustache, I lose my power. <laughs> Can't prevent the spooking. I'm like the Samson of mustaches. <laughs> if you cut my mustache, lose all my strength. <laughs> it's like the Samson of mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you know better not cut yeah. an Indian half or nothing uh <laughs> mm. yep well uh i'll see you on the way i got more mustache police work to do <laughs> i gotta go meet my lady and then give her a old mustache ride Ha um, and then yeah just then the lady pulls in and did, like there's something where she's like oh we only have like 30 minutes it's two for one at the bingo hall or something <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I didn't catch it. She doesn't live long enough for it to matter. No, neither of them do. That mustache doesn't protect them from Richard Gant. And, uh, yeah, so enough. Uh, she just gets her head slammed into the wall, and then we, like, hard cut to some house we've never been to before where Jason Voorhees is engaged in what I can only describe as kinky shit. Yeah, light bondage. So he's got mustache cop strapped, <laughs> naked, strapped to the table, prepping him ready, you know. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta do this whole possession, which he never does after. You no, know. this is like the only one where he goes full on, you know, like ritualistic. Yeah, like leather straps. So Jason has found all these like S and M leather straps and strapped this guy, and then he looks at him and like this mustache will not do. <laughs> so... <laughs> I was like, why? <laughs> what is that for? <laughs> to psychologically torture the man take it away his power like, well know, and, and <laughs> jason Voorhees richard, does not wear a mustache okay <laughs> and richard can't has a mustache <laughs> well he couldn't avoid that one <laughs> it's just like <laughs> he's like the tyranny of this mustache cannot stand officer mustache mm. Yeah, and so he fucking shaves him with a straight razor mm. like you think he's gonna slit his throat yeah, that's what I thought was going to... I was just like, this is really, like... This is, like, even farther than Jason's gone. He's, like, turned into Sweeney Todd all of a sudden. He's going to start yeah, singing. Yeah, 
this is some like jigsaw shit mm-hmm. where and then yeah it just shaves his fucking mustache off and then the guy's like no my mustache <laughs> oh no, my strength has been sapped and after that foreplay, he leans in for the big old kiss. It's like, I didn't want you to tickle me while I kissed you. <laughs> and the only thing I can think of is now that Jason's possessed a man who's strapped to a table. And I was just thinking to myself, wouldn't it be so awkward for him just trying to get unstrapped? <laughs> well, I guess he has, because I guess when he possesses people, they also get the Jason Voorhees super strength. Yeah. So, cause... But yeah, it's funny, just like, ah, shit, I didn't really think this through. Uh, huh. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, shit. Damn it. <laughs> has, has fucking Richard Gant melted yet? Nope. <laughs> like, uh. uh, nuts. Yeah, so uh, now we go back to Diner Lady, who's talking to her daughter, and uh, the daughter has a daughter. Mm-hmm. Circle of Life continues. And he's like... Yeah, isn't it great that I've been working on this American Case Files show? What a coinky dink. Mm-hmm. And I got a new boyfriend. It's the Speaker of the House. <laughs> it's Jeff Halfley, Speaker of the House. <laughs> Ford and Jed Bartlett signed for an entire season. Wow, honey, that's great. I can't <laughs> wait tremendous. to meet him. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's the Speaker of the House. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And... Uh, just then, uh, non-mustache cop comes in. <laughs> it's just like, hey, mustache cop, where's your mustache? Something must be amiss. And I, I love, also love the idea that, like, he puts it back on the cop outfit because he he's did. strapped he, like, naked. He was, like, why did he have to make him naked? Why was any of that? <laughs> I'm left with more questions, even at the end. I, I don't understand. It's just a confused mustache cop. And, uh, yeah, so he comes out and hangs up the phone and, like, yeah, he's going to give me a big kiss. Because, mm-hmm. as, as we will find out, if Jason Voorhees, this little tendril-like monster form, infects a female Voorhees, he'll get his body back. Yeah. Which is very weird. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's the other thing too. It doesn't matter if it's alive or dead. No, you just need the body. You just it's... need the body. Yeah, it's a, it's an incubator for Jason's final form, in which he will reappear with all of his clothes from before. And his mask and everything. Yeah, yeah. his vessel looks will like reform. nothing. Looks like nothing ever happened. Like he just walked in right off the set. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah, you can't expect him to go out there in, like, his gigam dress, right? That yeah. would have been great. Yeah. I would have loved that if he would have <laughs> been wearing what. Anyway, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah, so Diner Lady, uh, just then, Dweeb Man makes this say, hello? Mrs. Whomever? Nah, nuts. And he just... <laughs> oh, dang. And he wrestles with... Uh... Uh, non-mustache cop. Clean-faced cop. <laughs> clean, clean cop, clean-faced cop, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he, what is, so he stabs him, but she, he, 
non-mustache cop stabs her first, right? Well, she takes his gun and shoots him in the head. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he gets back because he's Jason Voorhees and, you know, doesn't matter. You don't need no brain. No. He's a strong, independent monster who don't need no brain. <laughs> he don't need no brain. And he uh, then wakes up and then they, he sees the struggle and then uh, is, is going to get the shit kicked out of him and stabs his, uh, mustache, non-mustache cop with a fire poker. Mm-hmm. Um, but the damage is done. She's already been stabbed through the back with something. Yeah. I forget what. I and then he that. has her in the arms and she's just like, you can't let him. And like, okay. And then just then the sheriff comes in. Cause I guess 11 o'clock at this lady's house. It's fucking <laughs> it's party bumping. Time. It's like, this is the place to go in town. That's uh, 11 o'clock on Thursday. Better go to Diane's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he he comes onto the scene and he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And, and uh, Oh, uh, yeah. You, you gotta believe me. It's Mustache Cop. I threw him through the window. And like, he doesn't have the mustache. And like, that doesn't sound like Mustache <laughs> Cop. <laughs> mustache I'm gonna cop take you. <laughs> you you're mustache. going into custody, Dr. Dusty. <laughs> <laughs> You have me believe that my best deputy shaved off his mustache. That's never. the source of his power. <laughs> We'd never do that here at the fucking Crystal Lake PD. You know who I serious until I recognized him otherwise, you know who I seriously thought was playing the sheriff? Hmm. Bo Bridges. Ah. Uh, I no. seriously thought that was Bo Bridges, which would have made it even better. No, Pick but the it, hell uh, I could stop sniffing glue. I I was like, no, but now that you say that, yeah, he looks an awful lot like Bo Bridges. Um, so yeah, he, uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams also gets arrested and, uh, they don't even take his clothes as evidence or anything. He's in (laughs) bloody clothes for the rest of the movie and have to smell the high heaven. He is covered in fucking blood, blood, sweat, dirt, everything. Like he's, he's, he's got, he has significant cheddar growing in regions by the end of this. And, uh, they're like, yeah, well. Got a real tall tale here uh, about mustache cop shaving his mustache and, and also the other... murder. <laughs> yeah, but the real crowd here saying the mustache cop shaved his mustache. Besmirching local hero mustache cop. <laughs> mustache cop saved so many people with that mustache. And uh, so he goes into the cell with one Creighton Duke and he's like, I can give you information, but they'll cost you. And like, this is also a weird fucking scene. I don't understand this part either. I don't understand any of the events that are about to happen. <laughs> so Creighton Duke is like, this ever made, you know, you want fame? Well, it's going to cost. And so fucking uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams puts his hand through the... Between yeah, the give me your hands. And then I'm going to marry you. <laughs> yeah, he just breaks his fingers. Yeah, he, each. Uh, he breaks a finger and then it's just like, Ah, yeah. Well, only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees, and Jason is still alive, and that's who you tussled with. Mm-hmm. Not mustache, cop. He's like, well, why would he want to tussle with me? Mmm, that's gonna cost you. Give me your hand. <laughs> you crack. Ow! He breaks another finger. He breaks, like, like three of his fingers. He has, like, yeah. two digits left by the end. And there's no reason for him to tell this guy this. 
there's no reason for him to break any of these fingers yeah. other than he fucking feels like <laughs> he's it. He's a sadist, and he just <laughs> enjoys it. It just I makes his balls feel big. <laughs> I want to yeah. watch, watch you suffer while I give you information. And he breaks more of the man's fingers. And it's like, well, how do I get out of here? It'll cost you. So now he has a broken hand. <laughs> oh, God. How do I fix this? It'll cost you. And he <laughs> no, breaks... I don't want to fucking... I don't want to play this game anymore. <laughs> breaks more of his fingers. <laughs> and then he starts working on his toes. And he's like, okay. Ow, oh, Crate Duke broke my fingers. The doofus cop comes in. Mm-hmm. And, and the like... cop is like, what happened? And he's like, look, and he broke my fingers. Then he... Uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams puts him in a chokehold, grabs his gun, and like, all right, open this bitch up. I'm I'm run, I'm getting out of here. I'm escaping to Canada. Yeah, see? <laughs> and he, and uh, he does. Um, and that's where he's at. Uh, also, daughter of... Uh, daughter and daughter's daughter have made it <laughs> Along with, along with the speaker of the house, <laughs> because the, like <laughs> they have, they're there. Now, daughter has important work, so she hands daughter's daughter to someone. I who is it? Is it a is it one diner of the worker? Yeah, yeah, one of the waitress. I think her name's Vicky or something. But yeah, they give uh, <clears throat> pass off daughter's daughter to <laughs> diner owners and yeah that's and, where yeah. baby's at for a while well and yeah they're like um because yeah she's like i gotta go take care of something we don't see her for a long time yeah right? we only see her again when we go to the palatial Voorhees house later yeah and then um so yeah the the we'll call her vicky vicky takes the the kid to the diner and they're like you can't take care of it. this isn't a nursery it's a restaurant and then she gets a call and like put her in the back it's fine like, mm-hmm. yeah the dweeby guys escaped yeah Damn it, dr. De- dr death steve williams is, is on the move he might have he might have shaved mustache cop everybody and since it's new jersey they have fucking guns everywhere so. yeah all of them do yeah, yeah they like open up that little like thing that's holding the pies there's a gun in there they open up one of the coolers there's a gun in there they open up the cash every, register every, there's a little derringer <laughs> everybody gets the gun yeah. there's a gun in that guy's burger <laughs> there's a gun in those fries there's, uh, there's ammunition in the ketchup bottles <laughs> i hate it when that happens only in new jersey Anyway. You just like the salt shaker's gunpowder <laughs> for loading your. <laughs> they got a they got a musket in the freezer for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole place is wired blow. This is a fortress, if need be. This is in our constitution. <laughs> oh fuck! So yeah, the babby is put in the in a box in the mm. storeroom like don't go anywhere or don't do move. anything yes because babies notoriously still yeah i <laughs> don't move around a lot you know and the other thing about babies you can just leave them yep. for a while like Long yeah periods of time 
You can check babies, on them every, you know, what, eight, nine hours? It, no, but baby, if they're <laughs> high maintenance. Come on, baby. Babies are real set and forget endeavors. <laughs> just, you know. just drop mine wherever, yeah. and he just kind of takes care yourself, of himself. You know? Yeah. It's an all-purpose baby. <laughs> A baby for all seasons. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh. Yeah, this the storeroom babby. And just then uh oh, did we mention that uh Dr. Death Steve Williams is the father of the Babby? Yes, he's the father Dr. of the Babby. Dr. Death Steve Williams uh is the father of the daughter's daughter. Yeah, he is yeah. So it's like, oh, it's it's my babby. And then <laughs> I don't even know her name. It's a crippling, and, and I believe I am <laughs> part of the reason she exists. I, I sired this. <laughs> My coupling with this young lady is yielded children. Go figure. And then just then the son of the the restaurant owner is just like, I'm touched by you meeting your daughter here. <laughs> well, I have think my that, car. Uh, I think, and I think his name's Ward, but he's like, I guess just judging off of the little that i have ward is like dr death steve williams wouldn't have done this here take my car figure this shit out that's what i assumed yeah also though covered in blood uh just just he just looks like he killed someone i i really have to reiterate fucking caked like they didn't put him (laughs) in any like take that as evidence anything no because He's still just running around in his leather jacket and jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he he drives and goes to the Voorhees house for no fucking reason. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. I presume because he thinks that's where Jason is, but I don't know what he thinks he can do about it because only a Voorhees can kill a Voorhees. And yeah. I don't think... What is he going to do? Marry into it? Just like <laughs> go by technicality? <laughs> just like changes. Quickly go before a judge. Legally change his name. <laughs> I'm, Dr. I'm Dr. Down Steve Williams Voorhees now. Uh, Jason Voorhees, foiled by family law. <laughs> God damn it. This is a technicality I could never have expected. Much like all of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so uh as he goes in and, and starts like exploring he encounters the necro fucking domicon yeah why was that he, at, at any point i have never considered i i don't know it's just this one feels so out of sync with all of the other ones because I believe the exact answer is that Adam Marcus is a bit of a nerd and wanted to, like... And I don't mind, like... Like, again, I don't mind there being a Necronomicon necessarily. It's just, like, there's no... We don't have... All of that is so set up... Is set up so poorly, right? Like, if you wanted to go into the the kind of why Jason keeps coming back, and if you're like, oh, there's a supernatural element to him, there are ways that you could have done this better, right? And... Yeah. It was cool to see it, but at the same time, it's like, why? It's not, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a, 
It's just a one-off gag. And he's just looking at it like, I don't know what this fucking means. Clatu uh, Barada Nikto, or whatever. And, and just like, yeah, it's just going to be on their mantle, as all objects of power are. <laughs> and old Elias, he liked collecting, you know, matters of the occult. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just some light bedtime reading for good old Jason. Yeah. <laughs> just sit the, here, son, let me read you from this book bound in human skin. Mm, written in blood. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he gets scared by the fuck by a fucking iron, too. Like, he opens the door, like, an uh, iron, like, ta- an ironing board comes out. Like, yeah. Mm. And he hears somebody through the floorboards, which are barely holding on. That place <laughs> is full of fuck. It's like a fucking video game out of it. Just fucking pits to the fucking ether. Mm-hmm. And uh, he goes into a closet and just falls in. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's stuck now for a little bit. And who comes in but lo and behold, Speaker of the House, Jeff Halfley. And he's like talking on a cell phone. The bougie prick. <laughs> Motherfucker. And he's like, you know what I did last night, Reg? I took the body of the 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 mother of the daughter of the, <laughs> the, the how is it the mother of the daughter and the grandmother of the daughter's daughter and I stuffed her in a closet and then I went back to my hotel room and then I fucked the daughter <laughs> like yeah and and then he's like oh stop being such a prude guy on the other end of the phone <laughs> and I'm like yeah most people don't fucking admit to their crimes so brazenly. <laughs> Just like for ratings, I guess. I guess that's the only yeah, reason because he, he wants to. He's like he wants he's like site locating, like he's like scouting out the location of the Voorhees house. He's like, we can he's put a real in depth in fridge. He's a real in depth reporter. The only way that he can figure to get close enough to the story is banging a direct relative. I don't even, I don't even think reporter is the right word. He's a fucking TV show host. Yeah, so, so. it's like. Yeah, and he's like, <laughs> I sure am evil. I'm going to pin this whole body thing and move the body here. Ah, then I'll be there, right there, like Geraldo in his vault. <laughs> yeah, Al Capone's got tons of shit in there. And uh, <clears throat> and then, what is it, non-mustache cop shows up and then gives and, him the kisses. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't have time for shaving. The shaving is a big well, part got, of the ritual. Jeff, Speaker of the House Jeff Halfley does not have a mustache. Oh, he's that's true. He's already... He's He's perfect. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're exactly what I want. Yeah, and uh, yeah, does the kiss. And then uh, non-mustache cop gets to feel the consequences of not having a mustache. As I said, it was the source of his power. And <laughs> he then he melts. immediately else melts. Like <laughs> no! he's the Wicked Witch of the fucking West. <laughs> like he just touched water or something. I'm hey, melting. Oh, my mustache doesn't grow back fast enough. <laughs> my power. <laughs> and then just fucking turns into goo yeah he basically turns into that one asshole thug from robocop before he gets fucking exploded <laughs> with the car we keep coming back to that one thug <laughs> I know. we just keep coming back it's so memorable it is but yes but yeah he he fucking melts he turns into melt man with the incredible power to <laughs> melt. melt and yeah and there he is, this, this pile of ooze is right there on the dining room floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, oh, that's when uh, the dweeby guy, Dr. Death Steve Williams, encounters the body as well in the in the yeah. cellar. She falls down to the basement. Yep, that'll be Don't worry about it, she'll be fine. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and just then, uh, daughter's daughter, no, wait, daughter? One of the daughters. The, the, <laughs> she, decides, about? <laughs> <laughs> she decides to take a shower for no fucking reason. Yeah. I think her name's Jessica. I don't know. <laughs> she has, I guess she has a name, sure. Yeah, we'll call her Jessica from here on now. And she decides to take a shower, and I'm just like, ah, yeah, you didn't have your tit quota yet. Hmm. And uh, then, um, like, the, the sleazy speaker of the house comes in and tries to kill her. Mm-hmm. And and the dweeby guy makes the save. Yeah, and he Dr. picks Death. her. <laughs> Dr. Death picks her up, throws her into the car. Like he's a fucking caveman. Yeah. And like, get in. Get in you the car. We... Your legs aren't fast enough. He's the speaker of the house. <laughs> 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 He's going to throw resolution our way. <laughs> he's starting in command. He's got a majority whip. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs the over the pro temp. <laughs> they runs him over and they backs up. And yeah. He runs him over again. They backs up. They runs, runs him, him over, over again. again. It's like you remind me of uh, that one scene in the uh cheapers creepers yeah and then he drives by and, and the girl's like are you gonna tell me what the hell's going on like and then he tries to and she attacks him and yeah, steals she, his car she punches him in the face <laughs> then takes the car right i mean yeah. you know given the situation yeah i can understand yeah. and then she drives yeah. to the police station and the and uh dr jet steve williams just decides to hang out just lay there just licking his wounds you know Oh, it's okay. like, I assume a car will come and pick me up. Ow. My fingers <laughs> hey, really hurt. My hand. I can't use it anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they, uh, uh, they tell the cop, the other cop comes in and like, I am going to have to take you in, but first punches them. And then they get into a big fucking fight. Mm-hmm. And then they're next to the car. Just like, I got a gun. I got a gun. And they pull guns on each other. Then they both realize they have cannons, so they pull cannons on each other. <laughs> and they realize, they realize they have death rays, so they pull the death rays on each other. It's an escalation. Like, oh, where uh, Jessica's at the station? Cuff me. Take me in. Mm-hmm. And then we go into the uh, police station, where the sleazy guy, the speaker of the house, is, goes in. And... Yeah, he, like, kicks through the doors. <laughs> He's like... He's like, uh, just starts taking police out. Yep, including the well, the director Adam yeah. Marcus is there. Um, and Bo yeah, Bridges, there's... he kills Bo Bridges. No, he does not. Oh, we. I guess he. So that okay. Just quick pause. So that really was. Oh, that's true. Okay. I guess he just. Wow, that guy must have serious brain damage because he did not. Get yeah, because long time. Yeah, he smacks <laughs> him in the face and it bloodies his nose, and you think that he's dead. But he is not dead because he shows up later at the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they escape. Well, the uh, they give uh, Jessica some cop pants because mm-hmm. she was just walking around in a t-shirt, and uh, yeah, it's trying to possess her so that you know Jason gets his true form back. Yeah. And uh, if I could, Doctor Death Steve Williams does a cool thing when uh, they're coming and bringing into the station and he sees fucking speaker of the house uh 
trying to hurt Jessica, and he like he he's handcuffed, and then he like leaps so that he jumps so that the his hand like his hands are in front of him now instead of behind his back. Grabs a gun, knocks out the doofus cop, and then just you know fills fucking goes for the headshot. Yeah, yeah, he just fills Jeff Halfley full of fucking lead, and uh, yeah, his tenure as speaker is at an end. So not yet because they escape. And then some uh, cops are like, oh, we got to take account of who's gone. And then he does like a hellacious head knock mm-hmm. to both of them. Like, like three stooges them to death. <laughs> yeah. And that's and, when uh, his, uh, director Adam Marcus uh, runs. Gets, and gets clotheslined by Creighton Duke, who escapes. And then immediately, because Creighton Duke has the bounty hunter senses, steals the babby mm-hmm. uh, and, and is awaiting the final battle. Um. <laughs> We go to a diner now, mm-hmm. and inside the diner, they're armed to the teeth, and they're like, oh, it's Dr. Death, Steve Williams, shoot him. And he's like, you can't, like, there's a whole standoff. Mm-hmm. Um, but they work their way to the back, and uh, they realize the baby's been taken, and then the lights go out by a gunshot. Yeah, they shoot the gun, the, yeah. they shoot the lights out, um, and then the speaker has returned. <laughs> the speaker is not done. He has not finished speaking yet, so... He, he comes into the diner, he just fucking starts... Well, first fucking Ward goes out, sees him first. And that's one of the first, like, really big graphic moments I saw, because uh, he tries... Ward tries to punch Jeff Halfley. Halfley catches his arm, and then just, like... Basically, like, you see his... Compound fracture his, his fucking, arm, yeah. Oh, man. Poor guy didn't deserve that. And then kills But I guy. still don't... I don't think he died. I don't know, because he, he gets thrown at the door, but it, like... I'm like, I don't know, that killed him. Like, it, his arm really hurts. I don't know. I but, mean, I'm just assuming from what we know. Yeah. I'm just assuming that he's dead, so. Oh, likely. Yeah, and then, like, he goes after the parents, like, in one of the more horrific ways that a guy could die, like, drowns him in the fucking fryer oil. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, Dude, and that like, reminded me of that, <laughs> for a... Uh, that just re- flashback to the most horrific moment I ever watched in Supernatural. You remember when fucking yeah. famine? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. God. <sighs> and then uh, the louder uh, female uh, diner owner gets like backhanded, which causes her face to cave in. Oh, in that a was more that was comic. Like, yeah. Um. And then the one lady gets stabbed. Uh, her name i forgot what we called her the vicky. redhead vicky yeah i call her shotgun waitress because she fucking tries to take out speaker of the house jeff happily with a shotgun she does and yeah, then as well, he's killing her she's like go to hell right well because they have you know in the in the second amendment diner they had uh, arms for chase <laughs> You have the right to bear arms and to mm-hmm. eat burgers. <laughs> you, have the, you have the right for good cake. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yep. Yeah. And then they find the note and then realize, you know, the Jessica runs off and then he finds the note and realizes where she's at. And so Jessica confronts Creighton Duke with the babby. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you've come alone. Good. Here, take this dagger, and it transforms into a magical dagger with like, her immediately. hands. Immediately, and I was like, "What? What?" what? And I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> that's right. You're a Voorhees. Only a Voorhees can wield this magical MacGuffin that I have. <laughs> You're part of a powerful bloodline." <laughs> what? A 
Elias Voorhees sold his soul to Satan for these fucking rites. For this, yeah, it's a mystical knife. And uh, then some cops show up, including Bo Bit Riches and uh, Duke, who has mm. fallen through, like, falls to the basement and stabs his legs. Yeah, because the... obviously they just, aside from occult artifacts, fucking Elias fucking Voorhees just kept, like, huge pieces of rebar fucking in the basement. Yeah, well, he made his house, you know, like a Viet Cong death trap. Well, and I it has a bunch of because pit. it's supposed to be dilapidated. I know, but it has like r- electricity and shit. So I'm like, how dilapidated could it possibly be? I don't know. Um, but yeah, the board's just fucking crack, and he's like, "Kill them, kill them." They don't know who they kill are. Both like, of them, fuck them. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh yeah," because we see that like, uh, the cops show up and one of them get possessed, but we don't know who. Mm-hmm. Um, and this but is I was also. Like, because does, doesn't Jason actually, through the doofus cop, actually talk? Yes, and, and I, I thought, thought that, that was, was a breaking weird. of a rules. Yes, I agree with that, because I was like, he shouldn't be doing that. He hasn't done that throughout this entire picture. Yeah, he should have been, that's why, that should have been the big tell, was that he didn't talk. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she stabs uh, the Bow Bridges, which is a mistake. That was a outright murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it turns out it was doofus cop. But then, fucking Dr. Death makes the save with the machete that was pinned up against the wall at the the, the diner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you never know when the thicket comes in through your diner. You <laughs> yeah, have to I wonder if, hack away at it. I wonder if that was supposed to be like a Jason Voorhees thing. Yeah. I, Since uh, they had like all the, you know, like big banners with his mask on it and shit. Yeah. And he hacks the head off the doofus cop. And ramen spills out of it, oh, and a creature. So fucking, like, ugh. like yeah, fucking half-boiled ramen, and then a little fucking that fucking alien from fucking aliens comes out, uh, like a spider baby. Yeah. He's like, ah, I'm the creature. Ah, <laughs> he just tries hop, jumping on people, and ugh. and they're like, ugh, we gotta get the monster. Like, oh, what was Duke comes back upstairs? Like, what was that? Like said it could be reborn did it have to be a living or dead he's like oh no just a body anything yeah, could work dead matter fuck and like and oh, like, oh nuts oh damn and then fucking all of a sudden fucking jason in full form bursts out of the fucking uh you know floorboards yep and he first order of business to give a big hug to his friend creighton duke mm-hmm. and like hugs him to death and uh, then he just beats the shit out of Steve Williams. Mm-hmm. Just all over the place. Like, all up in front, down the front yard. <laughs> like, like I'll climb this jungle gym. Jason just inverts it. And then beats him with a pole. And, yeah. And while she's doing that, Jessica comes in and stabs him in the heart with the knife. And the, the spirits and all kinds of 90s visual effects start flying out of him. Yeah, like he's he shang fucking, fucking sung. He start yeah, he starts like going off like a fucking Roman candle, like foo, 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 foo. And then a big bright light for you know, the overhead light turns on. And then all of these goofy fucking hands just like they're not even scary. They look like they're made out of play doh. Yeah, just start they drag him to hell and then what it drags Steve Williams along with it just because mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, in the area, but uh, Jessica makes the save, gets him away from that uh that's situational. And uh, 
yeah, Jason is, I guess, has gone to hell. And, and then uh, Dr. Death and Jessica and uh, daughter's daughter's daughter can uh, fucking ride off into the sunset. Or the sunrise, I suppose. Or whatever. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. And, uh, but right before the credits, we see the mask. A dog comes up to the mask, and I was like, are they going to have the dog pee on the mask? That'd be great. Nope. <laughs> they take a dump on it or something. <laughs> nope. But you know what does happen? A familiar knife-fingered arm fucking rises up from the ground and pulls that mask down with it. You know who yep. played and the arm? Kane Hodder. Yep. Yep. So, yep, Freddy takes the mask and mm -hmm. sets up their confrontation, which will happen very soon, I'm sure. Not <laughs> relatively, relatively quickly. Re super fast. It's not going to take a long time to get that off the ground, I'm sure. <laughs> Not at all. So yeah, this is the thing. Um, oh, is it's that the fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know. <sighs> I don't think it's bad. I just don't like it as much. I think it well, deviates I, a bit too much, and like comes up with things out the out of the like. Yeah, it definitely just like it creates its own set of rules, and they just come out of nowhere. I don't think this is bad. As a horror movie, I think it's bad as a Friday the 13th movie. So, but at the same time, it's like, eh. I, I like the fact that they did something different. Yeah, I can appreciate it. I just wish the rules were more consistent. Mm -hmm. Well, and so, I like, think... give us a bit more of, like, why does Duke know this shit? Like, give us a little bit more of a background with that stuff. Well, and also, like, I think it'd be a lot cooler if Jason was a bit more chill some of the times so that it was a secret who he was possessing. Yeah, that might be good. That way you could add a bit more tension or whatever and the kind of paranoia that would come with, like, is he actually, are these people possessed? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Because as it is, most of the time, it's just like, okay, now it's just Jason doing the kills, but he's not actually Jason. Yeah. And I don't care if it's Jason in a mirror. Yeah, I thought that was a cool effect, even though it didn't make any sense. Well, he's like a vampire. <laughs> well, wait, no, he's not. He has his own reflection. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just like a vampire. <laughs> Just like a vampire. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, uh... It's just... Yeah, there's some cool ideas here. I don't think it's the worst one or anything. It's no. different. It's just not for me. Um, cause I think, yeah, if you're just going to have them do the same kind of kills, it's just not Jason, but it is, it's just, I don't know, mm -hmm. just seems a bit unnecessary if that's all you're going to go back to it. You're not going to try to explore, like to try to put a different angle or a different spin on the whole affair. Right. And, uh, yeah, a lot of other people agreed. This was, uh, not the monster hit that the yeah. other ones well, I mean, the um, other ones averaged out at, what, 30, 31 million? This made 15? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still think it made a profit. Oh, yeah. But it's I only mean, because it... they're, like, woefully cheap to yeah. make. This is like a $3 million movie. So, it you know, they did make a profit. But it definitely, thankfully for me, just killed the franchise for nine years so that I only have two more of these left to watch. <laughs> yeah, we have two more. 
we're almost done with uh, our tour of uh, Friday the 13th. Next time, we go to space. Space. And then we reboot it because we have nowhere else to go. <laughs> Once you go to space, it's literally nowhere else for you to go. Yeah. And then... Oh, man. Actually, that, <laughs> that could be interesting. Um, but yeah, that's... Then uh, we'll probably keep on these uh, one-a-month horror franchises because mm. I've been enjoying it. Uh, yeah. Let's just kind of do ones <laughs> that are um, a bit more... Like, these would be tedious if we did them all at once, but oh, this yeah. is... We'd hate them. <laughs> yeah. I would I would enjoy this so much less if I had to just watch these over and over again. Yeah. But I, I think Nightmare on Elm Street will probably be what we do. Um, I mean, it makes the most sense to me. Yeah. To well, then we can get that we, one done. We can get that out, and then we can build the the almighty crossover. We can see yep. what happens when two worlds collide. Exactly. Fire versus water. <laughs> Knives versus machete. Fedora versus hockey mask. Exactly. But until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Peace.